SoCal QOL. Happy Monday. We do not have a case of the Mondays. We are good. We are ready to go. We are motivated and we're excited emotionally. <laughs> dropping all the names of the series for this Monday podcast. But hey, before we go any further, please rate and review our podcast on the good old podcast app and or Spotify. I'm sure they have a section where you can do that or any other place that podcasts are distributed. And you can also like, subscribe and follow us at all the amazing social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram. But if you go on Twitter, you should follow us and ask us a question or tell us what you think about the good old podcast. So today is emotional wellness slash motivation Monday kind of deal. And I wanted to actually talk about a subject that's completely random, not really based off of anything more than just, hey, this happens and it can be frustrating and confusing, but also a part of just everyone's day, everyone's week, especially on a Monday. And that is going to inevitably inevitably lead to the discussion of aggressive drivers and or driving. Now, you might fit into one of three categories. They have there's basically the slower, more modest drivers who kind of hesitate when they go in and out of of lanes and make turns or signal or whatever. There's the other like middle ground, which uh, I mean, I kind of fit in the middle ground one where you you drive the speed limit. You you don't go crazy fast, but you also, you also don't go crazy slow. And you're pretty good at, you know, getting in and out of lanes. That way you basically don't cause anyone to slow down, but you also don't go crazy and speed up to you know, you you flow with the traffic well. You're like you're like a happy medium person. Then there's the crazy aggressive drivers, the ones that it's either foot on the gas or foot on the brake. You're constantly going in and out of cars. You're speeding in residential areas. You're even obviously speeding on the freeway, and you probably have many many tickets. You probably crashed your car a few times. Uh, ironically, I think the person in the first group also probably has had a few accidents, also might inevitably drive with their foot on the gas or the foot on the brake, even though the people in the middle group, uh, they just like let their foot off the gas when they want to slow down or they push the gas a little bit faster when they want to go forward. So anyways, like I said, I think I kind of fit in. I'm like in between passive, a.k.a. the second group and the third group. Because I do like to drive aggressively. I I grew up in San Diego, but I ended up spending a good five years in L.A. And when you drive in L.A., you have to be aggressive. If you're not aggressive, then you probably won't get to where you're going quick enough to be on time. So with that being said, for the aggressive types of drivers, you probably live in Los Angeles, possibly other metropolitan cities around the world and or the U.S. And it's it's kind of just a way of life. It's a way that people drive to where they're going to get to where they're going, no matter what you're doing, where you're trying to go, what what your life has to 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 do with them. It's it's irrelevant. So. Inevitably, I wanted to talk about 
one, maybe how to back off on being an aggressive driver yourself or how to deal with aggressive drivers if you're passive, if you're drive, you drive slow, modest and you pay attention to all the rules and you you make sure that you don't get a ticket ever. So coming from the experience of an aggressive driver, modest, aggressive driver, we'll say I. I have to give kudos to the aggressive driver because a lot of times when they are trying to get somewhere, they they don't really care if they're using their signal. If they do, it's because it's just like a common courtesy and or it's the legal thing to do versus, you know, when you don't signal, you could get a ticket for it. But there is something about and something to be said about having the type of driving style that's essentially giving you momentum. It's something that I've explained to my wife a few times because before we had this conversation, I felt like every time she wanted to get over, she would slow down to wait for someone to let her in. And I said, okay, like you can do that. That's fine. But what if you just sped up? Like, what if you actually tried to build some more momentum into a part of a lane that you want to get into to where you would then just kind of float in you would still put your signal on. You would still make sure that the car that you're passing is is uh, is noticing that you're there. So you're not you're not necessarily being super aggressive, but you're more. It's like a passive aggressive. Ooh, passive aggressive. Normally a bad thing, but in driving, I think it's a good thing. So once I started talking about momentum, it kind of like I said, I, I want to give kudos to the aggressive driver because I think that's what they do anyways, but they just do it all the time and they do it at 10 to 15 miles over the speed limit versus you could be a passive driver. And then when you do want to get over, you just speed up, you kind of glide past the person that you're probably going to end up pulling in front of. And then you just, you know, still have your signal on all that good stuff. But bam, you're in the other lane. You're going to turn right or you're going to get off the freeway, whatever. And it like works out for everyone. Then there's the other kind of, I would say, I want to say the slower driver, what they'll do in most cases, if someone's approaching them, or maybe this isn't the slow driver. I think the slow driver doesn't know this. The passive driver, the middle guy, I would say when someone is passing them, or sorry, when someone's approaching them from behind, this could also work for aggressive drivers too. I'm not sure. Other than them just speeding up and going crazy fast. But a lot of times what at least I do is when people pull up behind me is I, you know, if I can get over and, and it not affect the person in the right lane of me or it'll obviously allow the per the lane that I was already in to have the traffic flow keep going. So if I'm in the fast lane and there's someone approaching me, I'm going to get in the second to fast lane so that way that person can pass me without having to do anything. And then I'll just go back. And it sounds crazy. Uh, I'm not ashamed to get into another lane for a couple seconds and then come back. Like that's just how I drive. And my goal when I drive, I feel like this is my goal. I might not do it all the time, but my goal is to keep traffic flow going at all times. So whatever that means, if there's a slow driver in front of me, I'm going to go around them. If there's a fast driver approaching me, I'm going to get over. And so with that being said, by having this type of momentum relationship with everybody, I feel like it helps uh, alleviate the aggressiveness of most drivers. 
it it solves a problem for slower drivers because I'll just go around them. It solves a problem for faster drivers because I can let them pass me, which I think they appreciate. And the worst thing you can have happen is someone who's aggressive driver pull up behind you and put their brights on honk at you because essentially that's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, you need to get over. I'm driving faster than you. It's your responsibility to move over. Kind of like the responsibility we have when we get onto a freeway. It's our job to wait for the other drivers to to do their thing. So when you come in, you don't have the right of way. You literally have to appease the the current motion of traffic. And so that's kind of the, I think the mentality in the fast lane is if you're not going faster than them, you need to get out of the way. Otherwise, you're going to get in an accident and it's going to be your fault. So even though I don't think that's the legal, it's not the legal way, but the whole point of me saying this is there's an example to be used from to pull from for the aggressive driver who's tailing you or on your ass. And if you really want to make them feel better, just move over before they get to you. And that way they'll just speed off. They'll probably get a ticket later on in the future that day or whatever. God forbid. You know, I always actually I actually pray for people when I see them driving like a crazy maniac. Because I'll be like, Lord, just, you know, get them to where they're going safely and don't let them hurt anybody. Amen. You know, you can meditate on it, too. You can say a little, you know, um, and just chill for a second and be like, I'm going to get over. I'm going to let them pass me. I'm not going to care. I'm going to get back over, blah, blah, blah. So but then there's the, the opposite, which is people who are driving slower in front of you. Now, you could do that same thing. You pull up behind them and all of a sudden they don't move. And you feel like it's your responsibility to make them aware of your presence. Believe me, they know you're there. They're not an aggressive driver, but they also know when someone's tailing them or shining their brights at them or honking at them. So if they're not going to get over, if that flow of traffic is now going to be stopped, what you should do to keep momentum is just to go to the next lane, go around them and pull in front. If they get upset, they're like, they flash their brights, they throw a, you know, a hand gesture because they feel like you're speeding that's fine. Let them do that. Whatever. If that helps them through their driving days. Cool. Awesome. But I think for most of us who are passive, who can be aggressive, but also can, you know, be humble enough to get over for someone else who's driving faster than us. I think it's a great way to get rid of that tension, especially on a freeway, especially maybe even on a regular highway or a side street or a main road, whatever. These these things can apply. If someone's about to approach you, it's common courtesy just to get over. It's like, you know, opening someone's, you know, door for them. You're just letting the traffic go. You're letting the flow of traffic move. And for you to capitalize on that mentality, use momentum to get rid of those breakages on the freeway or you having to be a crazy speeding maniac and just wait for your opportunity to move over. Like I never, you know, I I can speak from experience. I don't use my blinker because it's the right thing to do. And it's the legal thing to do. I do it as a common courtesy. I'm still going to get over no matter who you are, what you're doing. I'm not going to turn on my blinker. So, you know, I'm coming and I'm not going to move over until you give me the A-OK. Like I'm going to make sure that I can get into that spot or wherever you're at. It's like it's like a parked car. Like you're not going to pull over to to parallel park but wait for the other cars that are parked to like give you the okay. Like that's, that's stupid. So you're either going to know you can fit somewhere or, or you don't know, and you should just keep driving to another spot. So yeah, I think all these principles are kind of helpful, at least for me. And it helps me uh, manage my, 
like I said, my aggressive driving on my own, but also aggressive drivers around me. And yeah, I hope this gives you some type of value as far as getting rid of stress, being emotionally contempt and having good emotional wellness, but also motivate you to drive differently. And hopefully my little driving hacks will will obviously affect you to the point where you actually try them. And if they work really well, then everything's cool and we're all great. And woohoo, we keep driving. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I know this was short, but it was also very sweet. And I hope everyone has a great rest of your moon day. And as always, like, subscribe and follow us at SoCalQOL, wherever you can find us, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, obviously Twitter, but on Twitter, you can also ask us questions, questions, hit us up about topics, recommend things for us. You can, uh, you know, tweet us on something or add us to something so that way we can see it. We'd really appreciate that. And last but not least, please rate and review this podcast because we won't know what you think unless you let us know. So anyways, guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon and later.